When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Hi, this is Norman Rose from Excel Sales Consulting, and this is the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast. Hello, everyone. It's Andrew Ross, your host. Now, like in a lot of industries, uh, this is a time of unusual working circumstances. You know, in, in a lot of uh, locations this time of year, especially in uh, through the darker days of winter, it can be a difficult time for people personally and professionally. And certainly those uh, feelings of whether you want to call it the February blahs or, or uh, you know, uh, the, the uh, lack of uh, light syndromes and, and just kind of feeling a bit off all the time uh, at, the, at the best of times, uh, those situations have certainly been exacerbated in our current situation. Uh, a lot of people are kind of off balance. Their work situations are, are uh, even though many have been working virtually for a while, uh, it's still not really a normal situation for a lot of folks. And there's been change as restrictions open up and close down, people working in offices, then having to work from home again uh, is uh, not easy to say the least. Uh, I'm joined today by Norm Rose from XL Sales Consulting. Uh, Norm does a lot of work uh, in dealing with the uh, uh, dynamics within uh, organizations as well as a training uh, on the sales front and customer communications front. Now we all want to do our best on that area too. So uh, I thought I'd get Norm on here and we could talk about uh, the situations and solutions uh, in this time. Good day, Norm. Thanks for, thanks for joining me. Hey, thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity, Andrew. Nice to talk to you today. Yeah, likewise. And now, uh, Norm, what are you hearing uh, on the, that front for, you know, uh, whether it's inter-office relationship, uh, communications and dynamics uh, from your uh, aftermarket uh, contacts? Well, we're certainly hearing a lot because uh, talking to people and working with people throughout North America for so many years, it's, it's not uncommon that we don't go through a lot of changes and we continually change. But you were right in saying that it's hard to believe uh, a year into this now as we do this, <clears throat> that, uh, you know, all of these changes with the pandemic have certainly uh, made us change as well. I mean, whether it's a VP of a company that I'm talking to that says he has not traveled since uh, since February or March of last year, or whether it's an inside counter person and now doing curbside or or having to wear masks and the plexiglass and all that. So it's we're, we're hearing all of these changes, of course, that we've become almost to say that they're the new normal, but it has certainly affected a lot of people in different ways. And the one thing that I don't want to always say, you know, is that everything's airy-fairy and everything's just perfect and always just, just be positive. And there's ways that you really have to do that. We have to train our our minds because I'm hearing a lot of people that with different things with all the conversations that I have with people in different roles in the store as well 
and managers and, and so on, there's anxiety and there's, a, there's people of a, a sense of uncertainty for the future and, and, and difficulties with, with stress with customers. And you hear a lot of these things as well. So there's many things that we can do, I believe, to, to really try to train ourselves on how we're dealing with this. So these are some of the things I'm hearing, Andrew, these anxiety, a little bit of pressure and uncertainty and all of those types of things, of course. Sure. Now, under kind of a normal situation, these are things that if I was, you know, working in an office with my colleagues or working in a store or even, uh, you know, uh, uh, working, uh, you know, out talking to customers on the road, you know, I can help to sort of mitigate some of that with some reality checks. Right. Uh, you know, and, and, and sort of discuss these things live. Now, now you have to be really deliberate about it. Like I have to set up a meeting on Zoom. I can't run into you in the hallway because they're, we're not in the hallway right now, at least for a lot of folks. Um, so how do, how, how do we help mitigate that? How do we help uh, ourselves? I mean, uh, you know, again, without sort of getting too inward looking, what, what sort of uh, keys and pointers uh, might people take to heart as a way to help them feel, uh, feel and be more effective? Well, you you were you said a few great things there with with, with the different diverse audience of people that will be listening to us today as well and great point that you make if you're working from home and you're working remotely is one of the points that you made, right, Andrew? If somebody's working from home, how do they continue to stay that optimistic and enthusiastic uh, person? And and how do they do? It? Is that what you're saying, Andrew? As yeah. well, is really important, right? So so some of the things to do, and, and and it's not like it's new to us. Many since last March, like we say, have been working uh, uh, from home and not not being out and seeing people as much. So it's really important, of course, if you're involved in team meetings, let's say, if you're working remotely and you're a salesperson, for example, uh, one of the ways to stay optimistic and positive is to be prepared for your meetings. I mean, I talk to so many people that are organizing Zoom meetings, Zoom calls, and just to, to say a couple things, make sure you turn your camera on. So one of the things, if you're working from home and you're working remotely, uh, you, know, you know, turn your camera on. Uh, it's so funny because you hear people for years, I'm not turning my camera on. Have you heard people say that, Andrew? And oh, yeah, they sure. don't to be shown and, uh, and, and so on. But I've been, through our virtual training sessions, we've been finding that people from working from home, when they turn their cameras on, they really, really get engaged, they get involved and, uh, and, and put some effort into it. Because really, you know, how do you feel if someone's just texting or doing something else? Or if you have a 30 minute meeting with your team, you're gonna get engaged with them. You're gonna, you're gonna listen carefully to them. You're gonna get involved in it. If you're not checked in, you'll be checked out quickly. And that certainly affects your attitude. What are your thoughts on that, Andrew? Well, you know, I, I, what, from what, again, talking to, you know, I'm a kind of in a particular, uh, you know, situation here. And, uh, but the, you know, the, the fact is that I certainly have meetings, you know, uh, some people do turn their cameras on, some don't. And personally, I do prefer it when, when, uh, uh, I have, uh, uh, you know, somebody have their camera on. Uh, I certainly respect their right to not have it on, but it certainly goes easier. They tend to be a more interesting conversation. Uh, they, they tend to kind of vary a little bit, you know, generally talking to, about uh, meetings with folks outside the organization, but even within the organization, uh, you know, it, if, if there are no meetings, it often it turns into something that could have been handled by an email. You know, it's just like exchanging data. You're just two uh, sets of initials on the screen. Well, why are we having a virtual meeting then, you know? Uh, but, uh, you know, when, when the, uh, when we can see each other, you can see expressions, you can get that tone, you can get, as close as we can to an equivalent to that hallway meeting, 
right? It, it really is. It does personalize it. And I'm not going to emphasize, you know, too much on all of that. I agree with you and give people the right if they don't want their camera on. And we won't make this this uh, meeting together all about that. I, 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 you know, I just think that it really does do what you said. It really makes that connection. It also helps you really uh, get face to face with people that might be, you know, from coast to coast somewhere. Or if you're if you're a store owner and you've got remote locations and seeing people's face and what I'm hearing managers and owners of companies saying, boy, it's great to see you because we're doing some national meetings, of course, and things like that as well. And so the, the people can see and you can see salespeople leaning in and talking and, you know, just that connection is really good. The other part of it, if you're working from home, the, you know, the concern that you run into a lot of the times is, is that it does become monotonous. There's no question about it. And, you know, I'd be the first one to admit it. I'm a real world guy being in this industry for, you know, <laughs> never thought I'd be that guy to say it 30 years, almost three decades. Uh, you just want to continue to learn. You want to improve every day. You want to help yourself um, learn and become better. I believe that everyone wants to do that. I will say that, uh, and this is something for managers and leaders to think about. I also think that if, if some are working from home, that they need to have that communication with their teams and they need to be present and they need to be present on how people are doing because this doesn't look like, you know, it's anything's changing really quickly on all of this, the way that we're doing business now. So I would just encourage in a positive way to managers to, to and owners of companies and leaders to, to really stay connected. And uh, I believe that they are. Uh, it's just staying connected means uh, really understanding what people, what, what's going on with people, having those conversations with people and getting a feel for how they're doing in their lives as well. And, uh, and, and, and that's really important because the more that people feel motivated and cared for, and that's not airy fairy stuff again, the more that they will perform and they'll, they'll be able to work better in their, in their remote locations as well. Yeah, no, just, just, and just thinking like even just situations where, you know, uh, you know, certain individuals, if I, you know, if, if because of, uh, for example, jurisdictional edicts, you know, that some members of a, of a, of a team within a business uh, are, are working remotely uh, because they've been told by, you know, uh, health officials that this is how you do this and reduce the staffing within organizations, within buildings, within offices or stores or, or whatnot. Uh, and you have others that are there and maybe the maybe, you know, the, the owner or the boss is the one who's there, you know, to be conscious that that uh, to include those who are working remotely, you know, because you're not seeing the, 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 the folks. Uh, mostly, I find that the owners, if they're allowed to be in their business, they're there. Right. That's right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. They are. And if they are working remotely is to making sure that we're including people in those meetings where it's pertinent as well. That certainly makes makes good sense. And, you know, the, the fact of uh, continuing to acknowledge the uh, the acceptance of adversity. Some people really struggle a lot more with with all of this working remotely. Salespeople, different people that I speak to, uh, counter people, managers and so on. Yeah, you know, people can deal with it, whether it's a face to face in the public still that you're doing or you're doing curbside or whether, you know, uh, it's just a matter of, of us really kind of working as a team. And I don't want to underplay this because you said, how do we continue to, you know, kind of strive to have that energy, I think is what you're saying in that positivity. And it's not all oh, just let's have a great team and uh, kumbaya all that. No, it's a matter of really pulling together, not looking just as individuals, but how you are working together as a team to look after the customers and if you're salespeople, how you, how you prospecting still and going to get new business and, and working together when some might be struggling 
struggling. So too many people focus a lot on the individuals, I sometimes think, within organizations where it's no, it's a common goal to collaborate and to really work together to say, how are we going to fix some of these things? How are we going to acknowledge what we're doing well? And at the same time, really work on identify areas that we can improve upon as well is, is my belief. It's a team thing. I mean, uh, absolutely. And uh, it's the reality is, is it's all teamwork. Any right. sport, like in business. Right now, you know, obviously in a perfect world, we all pull together as a team. Everybody's kind of going in the same direction. Uh, but, you know, as you mentioned, uh, different people struggle uh, in different ways or, you know, uh, and at different times. From a manager's standpoint uh, or other team member's standpoint, you know, if you see somebody starting to get really negative, uh, uh, you know, you know, I hesitate to use the, the phrase toxic, uh, but it can happen in a virtual world as much as it can in 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 you know the real world we've all uh, you know at least been told of situations within organizations where you get a culture that uh, or individual members that really you know have become a drag on on it now uh, you know how do how do we how do we address that when you know we can't really pull anybody into an office in the same way right and the and our circumstances are exceptional too so I mean, do we make allowances to some extent or, or what? Well, I, I think, no, you really got to be careful of those, of, of making, um, you know, the distance of not, of not dealing with it. Because as we know, pre this situation that, that we're in, in the world even, is that uh, there's always been these types of challenges. So if you're, if you're alluding to say something like the toxic behaviors or people being negative, uh, it starts with us as well by leading by example, because generally as human beings, we act in kind a lot of the time. So we've had a lot, I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of people about this over even the last year, of course. So it's important two things is one is to, in order to sometimes change someone else's behavior, whether they report to you or you're a leader or you're not, and you said, you know, co-workers, teamwork, you know, the more that you can still remain positive, the more that you can still put that smile on your face, the more that you can still talk to them or pull them aside and, and, and ask what's going on or what you observed. And yeah, the, you know, it's, 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 it's internal coaching. It doesn't have to always come from the top, even though the top yeah. does lead by example. I'm a firm believer in that, that, uh, but it's also a matter of, you know, people helping each other and being aware of it, because we know if we let negative behaviors and, and negative traits and negative things happen, and, and rightfully so, by the way, it's okay to feel bad or not feel great some days and maybe, you know, not, not, not perform the way that you should sometimes, but it can't be an ongoing thing. And I think that people really need to be able to talk to people and be coached and, and be aware of what's going on. Otherwise, it just gets worse and it manifests and affects other people around them as well. Sure, sure. You know, um, it, it's, it, you know, one of the kind of uh, overwhelming themes that I see in a lot of our communication is, you know, for folks, frankly, I guess, like myself, who's sort of used to having, you know, the, you know, picking up the phone and just, or, you know, when, you know, when you're talking to team members, or you're, you know, talking to customers, and you kind of run into people at events, and it just, you know, it's a different flow of things. Now, it seems, you know, you really be you really need to be very deliberate. I need to set up an appointment. I need to, you know, uh, do things like this. Not that we didn't, I didn't set up appointments before, but, but, you know, it's, it's hundred percent like this. Now you have to be very deliberate. And as a manager, it seems what I'm hearing is that you need to re be really conscious of making that effort, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you can't wait for that opportunity where you'll run into that team member who may be feeling a little, looking like they're feeling a little bit off and wait for you to catch the right time in the office because you might not see them in the office, right? Like you have to sort of reach out and say, hey, are you okay? 
That's right. That's right. Exactly. And a lot of people are making time for that. And, you know, our biggest dilemma is time. We're all busy. We all have so much to do. But it's just being mindful again. You know, the people that know me on the uh, that are listening to this certainly know that I've been a big proponent of, you know, weekly goal setting, putting things in chunks. We talk a lot about it in our training, what you need to do, what you want to accomplish. Those things have changed a lot the way that we're doing things now, embracing change. One of those things, if you are a manager, is to make time to, uh, to to have those conversations and even calendar it, even 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 make time to talk to people and have those one-on-ones, like you say. Uh, I, I think you brought up a great point as well when you said something about the telephone. You know that that's a, certainly a point now that's more important than ever. If you're an outside sales guy, you, you don't have the liberty of stopping into every single person, uh, every shop, and talk about them and communicate on just new products. So uh, you know, starting with that sincere. Uh, authenticity of, of calling people even when they're busy and having the first thing in mind to capture to see how people are doing if they want to talk about that some personalities don't let's get right to it but making time to use the phone effectively as well because the more that you're having contact and communicating with everyone it, it really it builds your own spirit up it builds the communication and it also opens opportunities so that's with existing customers as well as with uh with um, with prospects and and don't be afraid to prospect. Don't be afraid to call people. Don't be afraid to do some research. And you know, without jumping into all of our training stuff here and, and try to dig into that too deeply because we only have so much time. But you know, ma- maximize your time efficiently to, uh, to as a salesperson to to do those things that are going to produce the best results. And that's talking to people and communicating with people. Yeah, most of the folks that I know in this industry really get their energy from from the industry itself and from their you know their contacts and the people that are in the industry so you know from what i'm kind of hearing from you is that if you're feeling a, a little off if you're feeling like your energy is lagging uh you know certainly you know take care of yourself and 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 you know make sure that you're uh you know doing exercising and doing other things that that you know are are, are, are known stress relievers but also uh you know, make a make that effort to ensure that you're connecting with your industry and, and connecting with your contacts and your customers. I, I know that I always feel so much better. Uh, not, you know, obviously a customer calls are great, but even when they're just, uh, you know, old contacts in the industry that, that uh, you haven't talked to for a little while, um, it's not a bad little break, right? Well, it, it's excellent. And, and, and that's a great point is that that connection of people that will you know, inspire you, you know, keep you energized. And, and also one of the, the big things that when you call, you learn a lot and you talk to people, you, you, you learned a, a tremendous amount. And that, that really helps bring up your, um, you know, your successes. Uh, it's, it's a matter of fighting the adversity of, of doing the, of, of making sure that we're doing the right things as well, as much as we can every day. And you said something great, looking after ourselves, looking after our families. Uh, there's a big overlap, of course, between our family and our, and our friends and our lack of being able to, somebody asked me Friday, they texted me, oh, any plans for the weekend? Or, oh yeah, staying home, you know, like, I mean, same as last, you know, kind of, but, but you can do a lot of things to, to continue the attitude uh, boost and that's spending time with your family. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's kind of off from the industry side of it, but that's going to certainly overlap into, uh, into your personal life, your overlaps into your professional life. So if it's playing games, if you've never done that before, and I know we do with our family, I mean, uh, with my daughters, I've got two daughters at our home that are both at university and that's what we do. We played more games and that can overlap into your next day of work and, and trying those things. Good health. If you're, if you're trying to take care of yourself, I mean, you know, if you're home more, making sure that you're trying to be mindful of all of that. And I'm not, I'm not, um, just pushing everybody on this and all my own opinions. These are just things that really do make sense. 
But if you want to set goals, you really need to step back and say, what's kind of not working? And maybe it was the same pre-COVID. Maybe it was these, these issues, these challenges. And the only person that really can take that to the next level a lot of the times is yourself and look at it and say, you know, it's great to have a good attitude, but I really, really need to make some changes. I need to look at this particular area in my family, in my business, in my, in my growth, in my finances, and really look at, you know, those things that need to be changed and have a real uh, soul search on that as well. And uh, it, it certainly affects everything if we make those changes and embrace them as well. Right, right. Yeah, I said, you know, being positive is, you know, sounds silly. It's a state of mind, but it, there's some real work sometimes involved, right? As you say, if there's issues with the way that you've been approaching your work or or situations with uh, co-workers that existed before all of this, uh, you know, it can just be exacerbated, right? And, and uh, uh, you know, the we, we have the power to make those changes, right? So, uh, you know, yeah. attitude is a real thing, right? So it, it uh, it's built, it's built on our real experiences and our real approach to things. So it's good stuff. So yeah. do you have any resources uh, at Excel that can help folks kind of improve their effectiveness uh, in, in a bunch of different areas? Yes, absolutely. And I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm just talking that we haven't learned ourselves and are continuing to learn on all of these things. And so what we have done is we've continued to to beef up and develop our online training courses as well for people that offer counter and driver and store managers. So, you know, people can do everything remotely. We also have virtual training sessions that we that we run as well for sales and for, uh, for leadership and store managers. And we have some coming up as well in February. And uh, we, we just really continue to, uh, you know, want to hit the pain points of what people are running into, whether it's sales, managers, leadership, in, internal uh, um, uh, people that are working in stores or, or within the businesses and, and be that resource you're right for people. So if, they, if they'd like to reach out to me directly, you can do that through our website, excelsalesconsulting.com or through LinkedIn, if you like, or, or, or you know, my phone number and email. Um, I think you might have something when we post this as well yeah. on there. And, yeah, so, so thank, thanks, Norm. And of course, Norm's, uh, you know, regular contributor to Jobber Nation as well. So you can see, see uh, contributions there uh, and, and, you know, keep an eye on that too. Um, Norm, thank you so much for coming in today. It sounds like, you know, we're, we're you know, uh, there are things we can do to uh, help ourselves and help our organizations. Uh, they take a bit of effort, uh, but it's uh, well worth that, right? Well it, well, it sure is. And, uh, and and thank you very much for having me as well. And uh, and all the best to everyone as well for, for being safe and continued success in their businesses and uh, continually understanding that all we can do is what we're dealing with today. We don't have to worry so much about the past and what might happen in the future, but really just planning for today the best that we can and, and really, uh, you know, being futuristic, thinking of your successes, of course, but really just taking it one day at a time, basically, and, uh, and doing the right things in that day and, and, and continuing to do so. So thank you so much, Andrew. Uh, you're very welcome. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. I'm Andrew Ross, your host. Uh, this is the Great Canadian Podcast. A shout out to Hannah Ryder Ross, who puts together all of this for us. Thanks, everybody. Be safe. Be strong. Till next time. Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of chat-integrated media. 
pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com.